Hello, this is Collective Noun. For a high-quality program, press 1. You have pressed 2. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Yes, hello. We are back for another week. Hello, Zach. Hello, Dom. You'll know over the weekend I had my trial to be a parent. Yes, my you did. My first ever instance of babysitting. You mentioned this on the show last week. Your sister uh, made the decision to trust you and your wife, Sarah, with mm. her one-year-old, is it? One-year-old kid? Yeah. Do you want to take a guess at how many minutes it was before <laughs> yep. we ran into trouble? <laughs> Um, oh, look, I would be I would be putting my uh, thoughts probably around the 20-minute mark. Five minutes. No. Within five minutes, my sister was probably still within earshot. No way. At our first problem. How serious was the trouble? Like, are uh-huh. we, if, we're, if we're talking on... There like, was an injury. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you about it soon. Okay, right. Look, there was an injury, and yeah. there was a bit of confusion about how we should sort it out. <laughs> right. Across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Dom's Google History. Dom, I think you can learn a lot about someone by the weird things they search on the internet. That's why each week we go through your Google search history. Yep. I pick out my three favourite searches, and you have to explain to the people of the country why you Googled what you Googled. Okay, what have we got this week? Our first Google Dom was at Sunday at 2.24am. How many donuts is too many? <laughs> one of the great questions, isn't it? And get I think uh, Plato was the first one to ask that. <laughs> one of the great philosophers. Um, can I just add, it's gluten-free donuts, obviously. You know, I, I can't have gluten. But my brother found a gluten-free donut place. Mm. Unbelievably good. It was probably my first time having donuts since I got my celiac diagnosis. I've been telling you about the gluten-free place yes. near my house that sells donuts for ages. Was it in a pink packet? Uh, I think it might have been, actually. Yeah, yeah, I've been telling you about that place. Well, but here's my issue. How many though, did that, you have? Well, because because it was my first return to donuts in a long time, I might have overindulged. What did you have? Half a dozen in one sitting. <laughs> six. Full-size donuts. Six, yeah, six full-sized cinnamon gluten-free donuts. Yeah, I mean, look, it was my first trip to, to donuts in some time, and I all I can say is, you know how some people might just jump back on the horse and do a slow trot around the field? I just went on a full gallop, straight in the deep end, give me as many donuts as That's a family can. pack. <laughs> that's a lot. <laughs> it was a lot of donuts. And also, I... you told me today you ate really healthy over the weekend. Uh, Okay. Well, Bar the six donuts. <laughs> I, I wasn't including the donuts when I said that. But no, it, it, I didn't feel great afterwards. I would imagine so. Your next Google dump. Thursday at 8.46pm. Do women like men who are close with their parents? <laughs> Do you know what I Googled that one? You know I'm close with my parents, right? I'm yep. very close with my mum and dad. Too close. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Um, certainly quite close. <laughs> And I was thinking, right, you often tell me that's not what girls are after, right? They're not interested, because I'm a single man. Yeah. The people aren't interested in a guy who's too close to his parents. I don't think so, yeah. So I, I think wanna... it's a turn-off. <laughs> well, that was one perspective. Mm. I thought maybe other people might make uh, might think it makes me seem homely mm-hmm. or maybe sensitive, in touch with my emotions. But everything I found <laughs> backed up your opinion. Really? I didn't find one positive about it. In fact, I found one article that said the top three signs that you should break up with your boyfriend... <laughs> He's too close with his parents. There you go. Did you have the other two as well? <laughs> uh, one was about he, the diet, so yeah, I probably yeah, did. Six, eat six donuts <laughs> in a row. Uh, yeah, anyway, so uh, look, uh, I might have to put some distance between mum, dad and I. Well, you know what? Let's just stay single. Okay, well, your last Google is about your parents as well. Is it? It's Monday at 8.30. That's tonight. Yeah. Does my mum think I'm desperate? <laughs> 
Why would your mum think you're desperate? Uh, I think you were just talking about how yes. your mum's your biggest fan. My mum is my biggest fan, Zach. But the past, I think, two weeks, I haven't even mentioned this to you yet. She's been really trying hard to set me up with a friend of hers daughter, I think. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, um, oh, daily, this daughter is getting mentioned. Yeah. Saying she'd love to go on a date with you, Dom. You've got to go on this date. At least think about the date. Have a look. Here's her interests. And I, I, it just occurred to me tonight, or mum brought it up again, I think my mum thinks I'm desperate. Yeah. I think she's really trying hard yep. because she's like, oh, Dom's going to be the guy who ends up alone if I don't intervene here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and anyway, I, I Googled it. There was actually nothing about my like mum's... No, know they don't usually do that because I think your mum, as you suggested, is usually your biggest supporter. Yeah, no, I couldn't. I, I, I could not find a single thing there about mums Let's who think Let's do some uh, self-assessment <laughs> from what we've learnt tonight. <laughs> Eight, six donuts by himself over the weekend. <laughs> Extremely close with his parents. <laughs> What's your call on the desperation level? Uh, I probably don't need to ask mum, do I? <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, every time this person pops up in the media, we like to talk about it because mm. he's our favourite Australian celebrity. Uh, we, you know what we need to install? We're, we're talking Shane Warne here. We need a warn alarm, a warn alert. That's you know a good what I mean? idea. Every time we talk Shane Warne, we fire it off because it happens well, we have the Google alert. <laughs> but that's silent. It needs a sound to it. We and really do. Like, and this is our commitment on the show. Whenever Shane warns in the news, he'll be on it. We'll talk about him on our show. So he's been spotted in KFC, Dom. The yeah. KFC drive through with his son after his son's 18th birthday. They've had, I don't know if it was a big party, but yeah. we could speculate that it was. It was his 18th. Oh, Sometimes they get a bit wild. If Warney's involved in the party, it doesn't that's matter true. what the party is. It's a big party. And the next day, they rock up to KFC for lunch. From yeah. what my point of view is, though, Dom, yes. what do we have? Like a 14, 15-year-old working at the drive through <laughs> on a Sunday, which yep. aren't very good shifts. No. You'd rather be at home with your friends. And you, most of the time, you'd just be having everyday people rocking up, maybe getting a two-piece feed, a Zinger Burger combo. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> out of the blue... Comes the world's greatest ever cricket player. It's the spin king. Shane Warne <laughs> just rocks up. What do you reckon Warney's order would be? Because I, I was thinking about this when I saw the story. Mm-hmm. I reckon he's getting a bucket. There's yep. no way Warney's leaving KFC without a bucket. He'd say two buckets. One for me to wear <laughs> on my head to the cricket. And one for the chicken. And I reckon he'd be a zinger man. Yeah, zinger man. I get that. He's, mm. a, he's a little bit He spicy. likes an edge. He does. Look, we want to know, 131060, what celebrity has been at your work? Yep. Um, because for, for these people at the KFC, Warney just rocks up in his, I imagine, luxury car. Warney would be a, and have a nice car. And I think that would make the employee's day. Wouldn't it? See, because they're just bumming it out yeah. on a Sunday. Yeah. And then for the rest of the day, they're talking about the time Warney came in. So uh, this happened to a friend of mine who works at a gym a few years ago. Um when probably, of all the celebrities who could walk into your gym, probably the most high-profile person did, when Arnold Schwarzenegger... No! Arnold Schwarzenegger was in town, in the country, doing a tour, and Arnie walks in in his gym clothes and just starts pumping some iron. Really? Because he's like 70 years old now. Oh, yeah, but of course Arnie still goes to the gym. Are you kidding me? Arnie still works out. So Arnie comes in, apparently went over straight to the heaviest like dumbbells they had, Pushed up very easily, said, didn't think it was good enough, walked straight out again. What, they didn't have enough weights? No, didn't have enough they weights literally for Arnie. didn't have enough <laughs> weights in the gym for no. him to lift. He, he got a guest pass, was there for about a minute, tried the heaviest thing, and apparently walked straight out again. So well, maybe. Is that a new workout? Because <laughs> you know how you're meant to do, you either do a lot of reps yes, yeah, of yeah, small yeah. weights that's true. to get lean muscles. Maybe he just literally does one <laughs> repetition. <laughs> And he's like, that's my workout done. Uh, 301060, what celebrity has been at your work? Uh, Ashley's on the line. Ashley, what celebrity was it? 
Um, I used to have Hugh Jackman come in to oh. the fruit shop I used to work at. Wow. That's... They do not get any bigger, no, do they? You've set the bar high there, Ashley. Uh, can you let us know what, what was Hugh's regular pickup? What was his fruit and vegetable preference? Organic. Organic. Oh, he looks yeah. after his health, he went doesn't he? the organic he? section. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. How long ago is this, Ashley? Um... It was a few years ago now. Are we talking uh, Boy From Oz or Wolverine? Uh, Wolverine. Oh, Wolverine is ripped. He okay, ripped. right. And, and maybe Ashley's Fruit and Veg Shop is what was uh, helping him get ready for those things. I would do that. I yeah. would put that on the billboard if I ran that <laughs> fruit and uh, veg shop. Uh, Will's in Melbourne. Will, what celebrity has been at your work? Uh, so I actually had Warney at um, the Maccas I used to work at. Oh! <laughs> Oh, yes! Okay, well, clearly Warney's doing a tour of the Fast Oh, mate. It was, it was incredible. The guy, the guy who's, take the, who's taking the drive-thru orders comes in, he says, we've got Warney here. I thought, no, surely not. Surely not. He says, no, I swear it's him. It's his voice. I recognise it. So I took out, it was 12 nuggets. I'm stuffing 20 nuggets in the yeah, Of course God, you do. Of course, course you do. You He's give, earned it. Yes, you give Warney as many nuggets as you've got in the fryer at that stage. Oh, mate, I was putting more on just so I could stuff more nuggets into this pack, man. It was, it was nuts. And then the, the guy who took the orders wanted to give wanted to give him the nuggets. <laughs> we fought over this. Uh, I'm well, fighting my way to the counter so I can hand him the bag of food. And actually, when I was handing him the bag of food, yeah. he didn't see this, but I actually had the drive-thru guy in a headlock under the counter. <laughs> <laughs> And I think Waddy would respect that as well. Of course. You know of what? Course. I, I've just realised, I think we've done the wrong phone topic. I reckon next time we should be doing, has Shane Warne been at your work? <laughs> and has he been at your fast food restaurant? <laughs> right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Dom, I was babysitting on the weekend for the first time mm. and uh, there was an injury within five minutes. <laughs> right, so you mentioned this on the show last week. It's your sister's uh, one-year-old kid, so your My niece. niece. Yeah, your that's niece. right. Um, nervous. Yep. It was the first time my wife and I had looked after a child. We saw it as kind of a training run, a mm. trial period. Yes. Like, you know, you get your Netflix for 30 days before you <laughs> commit to the full package. Right. Yeah, we are thinking maybe one day we'll have kids if we can. Mm. You know, so like babysitting is a good baby step. So you, you were pretty honoured when your sister said, hey, can you cover these two yep. hours on Saturday afternoon? You're in charge. It's yep. just you. Where, where was your sister going? Just out for a social they event? They were going for a bike ride, her out and her husband. Yep. Right, okay, out for a bike ride. Only two hours, so mm-hmm. you, you're not being thrown in the deep end too much. She would have been within earshot yep. when things went wrong, right? So they leave, <laughs> yep. and we're just like hanging out in like the lounge room or whatever. And I do need to point out, yes, my niece yep. has only been walking for about a week. I feel like I need to lay this backstory so that I don't look as bad. <laughs> you, okay? got a, you got a fresh walker there. Walking's so, new to her. Yeah, she falls over all the time. Right. Um, she falls over. She's like, you know, all the other races in that Stephen Bradbury ice skating race. <laughs> Everyone who's not Stephen Bradbury <laughs> yes. is pretty much her. Right, so she plays all the other skaters yeah. in that. But has she, she hasn't played the Stephen Bradbury role yet? Not yet. Not that yet, comes right. later, I think. Okay, sure. So we're in like the toy room or whatever, and she's like jamming out on her baby keyboard. Right. right? She's just like rocking out, smashing it. and uh, Sounding good. If I'm honest, yep. um, I wasn't a big fan of the tune, <laughs> right? I'm not going to be too critical, though, because she's 12 months old. But if I was a judge mm. on The Voice... <laughs> Wouldn't be joining my team. <laughs> Wouldn't it be turning Look, the chair around. Maybe it's just an eclectic new sound. You'll hear it on an indie station yeah. sometimes. soon. She's like really getting into it, mashing the keys together. Sure, yeah. Um, that's when she falls and hits her head on the keyboard. Oh, no. 
Oh, so wait, you, did you say you were in the room? Yeah, in, no, I was in there with her, so I saw okay. it happen. You and, see the um, whole thing go down. There was a little bit of crying. <laughs> um, she came like running to me yep. and I was like trying to comfort her. But I was like, babies fall over all the time, so it's probably not a big deal. I don't know if that's a good attitude to have, though, is it? I don't know if you go to the, it's not a big deal that quickly. You're no, fine. it was fine. I was no, like, no, no. No, because once I comforted her, yeah. it was seriously 10 seconds, less than 10 seconds, and she was fine. Okay, so she stopped crying after 10 yeah, 100%. seconds. Yeah, 100%. That's she was pretty fine. good. Yeah. And she's walking around, and my wife's like, should we go and get, like, an ice pack? Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm pretty sure this happens often with kids. I oh. think, like, if they just, like, recover quickly... It's not a big deal. Is it meant to be like years of being a parent before you take the blase attitude? Mm. Isn't the idea uh, that, that early on in parenting, everything's a stress? Everything, but you're just five minutes into your first time looking after yep. a child. You're like, it'll be fine. So my wife's like holding her yep. and looking at her forehead and she's like, ooh. <laughs> she's like, there's a bit of a bump. And I'm like, no. And she's like, yeah, there's definitely a bump. And I think there's a bit of a might be a bit of a cut too. It's not oh, bleeding, no. but there's a mark. Oh, you don't want that. that that's evidence. So that's... I was just like, if we just put her fringe down a little bit, <laughs> it will like cover it up. And Because you don't know, Dom, this is the thing. You don't know oh. how new parents are going to respond. No. Because some parents are super chilled out and that's cool. Yeah. Other parents are a little more sensitive. <laughs> Do you know? Because some people are like, kids are kids. They fall over and they get bumps. Other people are like, they cannot have a scratch on them. Well, you're in, a, 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 uh, in an audition as well. Mm. This is really pivotal. If you mess up in the first five minutes of an audition, you won't be invited back. Mm-hmm. This will be your one and only chance. So I can imagine it's, the stress. It's like you're in a job interview and you're trying to hide the fact you were fired from your last job. <laughs> yes, exactly. You're hoping that question doesn't come up. <laughs> yeah. Right. So my sister comes home. Yeah. Right. And we're thinking, my wife and I are like, do we say anything about the bump? Or, and I'm like, well, well, the fringe will cover it. The fringe is covering and it. I think we're good. Yeah, you're, you're standing there just like it's been a pleasant two hours. Nothing's gone wrong. Within about two minutes of my sister being home, she's like, oh, have you guys seen this bump? <laughs> I'm like, oh, no, here it comes. Yeah. But then she goes, yeah, she got it this morning when she fell on the tile. Uh... And I was like, oh! <laughs> It wasn't even me. Oh. It wasn't on my watch, Dom. No. And this is why I think there should be a new rule for when you babysit. Because yeah. when you hire a car, mm. you have to go and inspect the car <laughs> and you report all the bumps and scratches <laughs> beforehand so you know which ones you're right. responsible for and which ones were there when you hired it. So you and know... I think they should have the same yes. attitude... <laughs> Towards babysitting. When I got there, I should have had a look at the child and I should have said she's got a bump on her forehead and a scratch. That's not my responsibility. And then your sister could go around with a clipboard and be like, yeah, it seems like the the, the arms are in good shape. Yeah, it's just like, okay, we won't have to charge you a credit card. (laughs) $3,000. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. This is Collective Noun's pet name game. This is the name anyone with a... Sorry, the game anyone with a pet can play. Names are on your mind, it's fair enough. We are so confident Mm. that if you give us the name of your pet from that name, we can decipher what type of animal it is. It's a theory we're working on, Zach. We haven't got one right for a few weeks, so tonight, a lot hinges on this in the lab tonight. Uh, Alana in Brisbane is our first contestant. Alana, what's your pet's name? Hi, uh, his name's Leo. Leonardo. Leonardo. Well, I'm thinking a turtle, Dom. After the Ninja Turtles. Well, it could be Leonardo the turtle. It could be... If you had an animal that you thought was a bit like Leonardo DiCaprio, Mm -hmm. what would you name it? What what sort of animal (laughs) would that be? Do you know what I mean? Uh, A bird. You reckon a bird would be like Leonardo... Well, i got a question for you, Alana. Uh, How much did this pet cost you? Um... 
probably around 500, maybe mm. 600. Okay, I, I don't, don't think that you have a $500 turtle. I could no. be wrong. I don't know how much turtles are. I don't think they're that much. <laughs> it's a bit much for a turtle. I wouldn't I'm pay thinking that for a turtle. Bird. I'm thinking bird. You I think Leo... Pay, you would not pay $500 for a bird. Are you in touch with the bird market? <laughs> You can get some rare birds. Oh, no. I, look, I'm, I'll back you in because we're like co-scientists. A rare parrot would be $500 we, easy. Yeah, I don't think you could buy a rare parrot, though. I think that there's a point. Look, we're, we're co-scientists in this, so I'll back well, you in. What are you thinking? I'm uh, thinking it's definitely a bird. I was going to say dog, but we'll go with bird. Alana, is Leo a bird? Uh, Leo is a cat. And <laughs> a cat. All right. What was the, the thinking behind the name, Alana? Um, Leo the lion. Ah, uh, right. Is okay. that a character or just alliteration? Um, good question. <laughs> Leo the lion. I'm Let's not move sure. on. Uh, we got <laughs> Michelle on the Gold Coast. Michelle, what is your pet's name? Hello, Hello. Michelle. Hi. How are you going? Oh, we're good, Michelle. What's your pet's name? Graham. Graham. <laughs> Graham. That's quite a uh, quite is, a human uh, your name. Pet a middle-aged man. <laughs> <laughs> is your pet an accountant, Michelle? That's my first guess. <laughs> um, Graham. Uh, Michelle, can I just ask, who named Graham? Was it you? Yes. Okay, interesting. I'm thinking cat again. Graham the cat. Yep. I think that's a great name for a cat. Yeah, yeah. Because they're that's responsible. True. <laughs> um, they don't. They're not into... Dogs are into, like, more trivial things. Cats, yeah. they're a bit more snooty. Okay, uh, Michelle, is Graham a cat? No. What's Graham? A goldfish. A goldfish. That makes sense. Graham the goldfish. Again, we've had Leo the lion, Graham the goldfish. We got this last one. I'm going to say straight away, we've got to go with a little alliteration. That's a good idea. We've got Bridget in Mackay. Bridget, what is the name of your pet? Uh, Polly. Polly. Well, if that's not a parrot, (laughs) what are you thinking? If we're going alliteration, it's got to be Polly the parrot. Are there any other animals that start with P? Polly Mm. the porpoise? No. Yeah, I think she has a porpoise. (laughs) (laughs) She has a dolphin in the backyard. (laughs) They put on shows twice a day. (laughs) Okay, fair call. It's probably not porpoise. I'll back you in on that. Um, It's got to be parrot. We've got to go with parrot. We've got to go with parrot. Come on for our first win, Zach. In three weeks, Bridget, is Polly a parrot? No, no, Ah! not. Ah! That is awful. What is Polly, Bridget? She's a possum. Oh, it was a pee! It was a pee! Oh, that's unbelievable! There was an alliteration theme all the way through. I didn't know you could have a possum as a pet. Yeah, Bridget, is that an official pet, or do you just have a possum that lives in the roof? Uh, no, no, she, she's, a, she's, a, she's a pet. Okay. She's a pet, huh? Turns out you can get possums as pets. There See, you go. This is what we've learned tonight, Zach, that we should have gone with alliteration all along, and you can get possum as a pet. That's right. I think I... <laughs> <laughs> By that logic, I think I have pet geckos and... <laughs> There's a few spiders around as well. What about a porpoise, though? Anything like on that front? No. <laughs> this is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Looks like I'm pretty excited at the moment, to be honest, because a lot of this show focuses on you helping me out, you giving me life advice, or just making my life better. Um, I guess so. I don't know. I'm a bit nervous because I don't know what you have planned, but you have been sneaking around all night, <laughs> and I've had to leave the studio on multiple occasions. <laughs> 
while you're tapping over there on the keyboard. Look, I'm excited, Zach, because so often, you know, whether it's my diet, whether it's my fashion, whether it's my love life, you give me so much and so rarely can I give you anything back. Can I point out? Yes. On each of those occasions, you Mm. have asked me to help you out on those things. I do not recall asking you... Whoa, to help me for anything. That's really funny that you mentioned that, actually, because something on the show happened last week. And, you know, when this occurred, I thought, finally, my skill set and expertise <laughs> is valid for Zach's life. Finally, there's a way I can help him out, Zach. Now, uh, you've been a vegetarian throughout this year so far, haven't you? You've been sticking very uh, closely to your vegetarianism. Uh, yeah, well, I haven't had meat in oh, five or six months, maybe? Maybe five months. But then uh, last week on the show, you shared that you were starting to struggle a little bit. When right. I was driving into work last night, mm. and I saw on a bus stop a bucket of popcorn chicken, $10. <laughs> And I thought, geez, that's a pretty good deal. (laughs) There is such thing as like pescatarian, where you can be a vegetarian, but you eat fish. Yeah. Is there such thing as a popcorn (laughs) chicken-itarian, where I am mostly a vegetarian, bar popcorn chicken? To be honest with you, I am really tempted. If I was to walk into a KFC and smell popcorn chicken, I couldn't guarantee I'm not going to eat it. I heard the cries of a desperate man. I heard the cries of somebody who was saying, do you know what, Dom? I want you to bring me popcorn chicken on the show on Monday night. Is that what you have? <laughs> I'm looking out the studio, and our producer Michael has something. Yes, Michael, in the corner there. Please What's come in, got? Michael. Please bring in the beautiful, fresh batch of popcorn chicken. Uh, oh, it looks good. Is this the closest you've been to popcorn chicken in how many months? How long now? Um, maybe eight months. Eight months. This is the closest you've been to popcorn chicken. Now, here's the thing, Zach. Is oh, gee, shouldn't have smelled it. <laughs> That was a mistake. I've got a portable microphone here. I'm going to leave the studio. Yeah. Just so whatever you do in the next few seconds <laughs> isn't judged. Are uh, no, you filming? <laughs> no one's filming. There's no cameras. So I'm heading out of the studio now, Zach. Mm. Uh, all I know is there's a man in here right now with some popcorn chicken. And when I return, maybe there is still popcorn chicken. Maybe there isn't. Let's, uh, I'll just do a stroll. Tell me what you're thinking at the moment. Oh, though, I've got Zach. a few questions. Have yeah. you counted how many pieces of popcorn chicken there are? I have not counted the popcorn chicken. Uh, okay. However, well, that's interesting to note. Uh, as you probably can imagine, Zach, uh, if there's one area I'm an expert, it is knowing how uh, much KFC do pack their packets with, so I probably could imagine it. I, I do feel like that I have been caught as a spy, maybe, and the people who are investigating me are trying to tempt me to do something against my will. Can I just say, I'm hearing a lot of talking and not much eating. I mean, uh, I'm back around the other side of the studio. I just did a full lap of the studio. Are you not eating it? No, I'm not going to eat the You're popcorn not chicken. Do it. You're not- I really thought you were going to fall for this. I'm I a thought- vegetarian. What yeah. haven't you heard about <laughs> it? But I really thought that. <laughs> smell it. Smell it right I there. Stop putting it in my face. <laughs> eat the popcorn chicken. <laughs> eat from me. I made a vow. <laughs> I wasn't going to do this anymore, though. I was trying to win you back to the light side, Zach. I've been trying to win you back to popcorn chicken. You eat it. I can't eat it. I'm a celiac. So what? This popcorn chicken's going to waste. It's going to waste. I thought you were going to have the popcorn chicken. I can only say I'm disappointed that you've decided not to have it. Uh, I guess you really are a vegetarian. Yeah, I'm not lying. I don't (laughs) eat meat anymore. Right across Australia, you're listening to Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, Dom, I understand before one o'clock tonight, you have a story about a bug that you'd Um, like to share. Look, I'm, I'm still making my mind up whether or not I'm ready to bring this to the radio. It was a traumatic experience. The, that revolved around a bug in my car um, and the process of getting the bug out of the car. I think everyone wants to hear <laughs> the story about the bug in your car. Oh, you know what? 131060, if you want to hear my bug story, give us a call now. If we get 
three calls who want to hear my bug story, Zach. I will tell the bug story before one o'clock tonight. Oh, we got three calls. We do. <laughs> three calls coming through right now. The bug story goes to air. <laughs> I might tell the bug story after this. Whoa. What tension. What a hook. <laughs> Stay tuned, everyone. Will the bug story go to air? Not a single person has called for this, and I think that sums up the The, the general... lines are jammed. <laughs> they won't come through. <laughs> that sums up the general enthusiasm felt by everyone listening in for the bug story, but it might make it onto the show after this. Uh, right now, though, Zach, it's time for the least accurate wrap-up of today's news. This is Collective Nouns Out of Context News. Making Out of Context News tonight, Donald Trump has been going on dates. They don't last long. You know, they're like, 10 minutes, let's get out of here. Go back home and go to sleep. Also, Delta Goodrum went for a run after seeing some fitspo on Instagram. I just started crying. Like, I was just like, it just kind of was a very, like, tears of inspiration and I just couldn't not do it. And Carl Stefanovic has started a meme page on Facebook. That random stuff is the key, though. You know, random random humour is, is important for... That, I think that edgy feel that you can get sometimes. This is Collective Noun with Zach and Dom. Now, the moment the nation's been waiting for, Dom, <laughs> you teased. And oh, what a tease you are Yeah. about this amazing story you well, had. It's called The Bug Story. <laughs> I said something happened. I had a bit of a bug in my car. And you said, tell the story on the radio. And mm. I said, I'll tell it on air if we get three people calling saying they want to hear it at one o'clock in the morning. These are the calls we got, Dom. <laughs> Hey, my name's John, and I really want to hear Dom's bug story. Hi, my name is Danielle, and I really want to hear Dom's bug story. Hey, mate, it's uh, Lockie. I'd love a good bug story, mate. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) We got three people, Dom, three Uh, calls, wanting to hear this famous bug story. I've heard around the traps, Dom been talking about this story all day. Saying this is the greatest story oh, I've ever told on the radio. Don't ever. And look, you've got people calling in, just itching to hear the bug story. There's a reason I put this at the end of the show at 1am, Zach. It's not a great No, you save the best for last. <laughs> That's what we do. We build up. Well, okay. Do you want to hear my bug story? Well, we have people calling in from all around the nation. <laughs> okay. Requesting it. Last night, Zach. Uh, oh, this is not great. Last night, I was. Uh, I got in my car and there happened to be, I don't know how it happened, but a small, a small bug had made its way into my car as well. <laughs> Where's this going to go next? And I only realised this as I was driving. So I was going like 60, right? And I, I mean, I, I thought I could take care of the bug situation while driving. I didn't deem it to be a pullover type scenario. Okay. Right? That's surprising because I know a lot of people would have never got in the car again. <laughs> what you've gone through is a traumatic experience. <laughs> It was like, and definitely deserves being told on the radio. Continue. It was like it was probably more of a moth than a bug, if I'm honest as well. I probably should. You didn't get a close look. No, I didn't get too close a look. But I'm driving along, and I've tried the open the windows thing to see if it will fly out the windows. Mm. Hasn't done that. What are you meant to do? (laughs) What's a man meant to do when there's a moth in the car? You try to wind down the windows. You can't get rid of it. What's your next option, Dom? Well, what I thought I'd do is... You're like, a man at a crossroads now. <laughs> I thought I'd try to, like, throw, like, a scrunched up tissue at it, and mm. that might scare it out the window. Great idea. <laughs> Shut up. One of the world's best thinkers. <laughs> Just live, coming up with ideas to get rid of this moth. Anyway, the, the tissue missed the, the moth. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> And the tissue went out the window instead. All right, so now so, you've lit it. <laughs> well, not intentionally. Right. But the tissue's gone out the window as well. The bug is still in the car. The moth is still in the car. Well, I think it owns it now. <laughs> Once it's, it's squat is raw. Once it's been in there for a certain amount of time, 
It can claim ownership. So I start like swerving a little bit on the road. Oh, safely. Geez. No, just safely. Okay. Firstly, you start littering. <laughs> now, now you're dangerous driving. Well, just slightly swerving a little bit, thinking I might scare them off. <laughs> Flies, doesn't it? <laughs> It would just be in free space within the car. <laughs> well, I thought I might scare them off, right? And I was like, you know, so I've thrown the tissue out and I'm swerving now. Still wouldn't get it off. So I get a water bottle that's next to me in the car. This is my final plan. I'm like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the lid off the, the water bottle. So I'm just finding out everyone's tuned out. <laughs> I'll push on with this story. I take the lid of the water bottle and splash some water at the moth, right? Thinking, you know what? I'll, I'll scare it off with some water and it'll fly out the window. Yeah, they're not vampires, mate. I think... <laughs> I think it's okay if they get wet. <laughs> well, anyway, it was at this stage I realised when... Is that they're... gremlins? What am I thinking of? <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, vampires, it's garlic. Can vampires get wet? Vampires can get wet. You think okay, you... I'm thinking of gremlins. I'm maybe the witch from The Wizard of Oz? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I'm, really I'm pretty sure. sure gremlins can't get wet. Yeah, okay. I'm right. I'm right. <laughs> we got there. Anyway, so at this stage, I've thrown the water at the moth on the windscreen, uh, thinking, you know, this will get it out of my car. The water hits the windscreen, and yep. I realise the moth's on the outside of the car all along, and I've just wasted the first five minutes uh, of my life trying to get that moth out of my car. Also, the last five minutes <laughs> of our radio show. <laughs> How poetic. <laughs> Was uh, it worth it? What did you think? <laughs> well, see, I didn't want to share the story on the show. You insisted. No, it was good. I mean, it didn't paint you in the best light, but besides that. You enjoyed it, though? Worth worth it on air? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to hear the moth's perspective. Maybe we can do that tomorrow. Uh, so, got time for if you do want to hear the full show back, including this riveting moth story, search for Collective Man on iTunes. You can grab the podcast there. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow at 11. Bye. <laughs> That's all from Collective Noun. Grab podcasts and videos online on Facebook at Collective Noun Comedy.